This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Job 2 through 4. Again, the day came when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also arrived among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roving about the earth and from walking back and forth across it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on the earth, a pure and upright man, one who fears God and turns away from evil, and he still holds firmly to his integrity, so that you stirred me up to destroy him without reason. But Satan answered the Lord, Skin for skin. Indeed, a man will give up all that he has to save his life, but extend your hand and strike his bone and his flesh, and he will no doubt curse you to your face. So the Lord said to Satan, All right, he is in your power. Only preserve his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord, and he afflicted Job with a malignant ulcer from the soles of his feet to the top of his head. Job took a shard of broken pottery to scrape himself with while he was sitting among the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Are you still holding firmly to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he replied, You are talking like one of the godless women would do. Should we receive what is good from God and not also receive what is evil? In all this, Job did not sin by what he said. When Job's three friends heard about all this calamity that had happened to him, each of them came from his own country, Eliphaz, the Temanite, Bildad, the Shuhite, and Zophar, the Namathite. They met together to come to show sympathy for him and to console him. But when they gazed intently from a distance but did not recognize him, they began to weep loudly. Each of them tore his robes and they threw dust into the air over their heads. Then they sat down with him on the ground for seven days and seven nights. Yet no one spoke a word to him for they saw that his pain was very great. Job chapter 3 After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day he was born. Job spoke up and said, Let the day on which I was born perish in the night that said, A man has been conceived. That day let it be darkness. Let not God on high regard it, nor let light shine on it. Let darkness and a deeper shadow claim it. Let a cloud settle on it. Let whatever blackens the day terrify it. That night let darkness seize it. Let it not be included among the days of the year. Let it not enter among the number of the months. Indeed, let that night be barren. 
Let no shout of joy penetrate it. Let those who curse the day curse it. Those who are prepared to rouse Leviathan, let its morning stars be darkened. Let it wait for daylight, but find none. Nor let it see the first rays of dawn, because it did not shut the doors of my mother's womb on me, nor did it hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? And why did I not expire as I came out of the womb? Why did the knees welcome me? And why were there two breasts that I might nurse at them? For now, I would be lying down and would be quiet. I would be asleep and then at peace with kings and counselors of the earth who built for themselves places now desolate or with princes who possessed gold, who filled their palaces with silver. Or why was I not buried like a stillborn infant, like infants who have never seen the light? There the wicked cease from turmoil. There the weary are at rest. There the prisoners relax together. They do not hear the voice of the oppressor. Small and great are there, and the slave is free from his master. Why does God give light to one who is in misery, and life to those whose soul is bitter, to those who wait for death that does not come and search for it more than for hidden treasures, who rejoice even to jubilation and are exultant when they find the grave? Why is light given to a man whose way is hidden and whom God has hedged in? For my sighing comes in place of my food, and my groanings flow forth like water. For the very thing I dreaded has happened to me, and what I feared has come upon me. I have no ease. I have no quietness. I cannot rest. Turmoil has come upon me. Job chapter 4. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, If someone should attempt a word with you, will you be impatient? But who can refrain from speaking? Look, you have instructed many. You have strengthened feeble hands. Your words have supported those who stumbled, and you have strengthened the knees that gave way. But now the same thing comes to you, and you are discouraged. It strikes you, and you are terrified. Is not your piety your confidence, and your blameless ways your hope? Call to mind now, who being innocent ever perished? And where were upright people ever destroyed? Even as I have seen those who plow iniquity and those who sow trouble reap the same, By the breath of God, they perish, and by the blast of his anger, they are consumed. There is the roaring of the lion and the growling of the young lion, but the teeth of the young lions are broken. The mighty lion perishes for lack of prey, and the cubs of the lionesses are scattered. Now a word was stealthily brought to me, and my ear caught a whisper of it. In the troubling thoughts of the dreams in a night, when a deep sleep falls on men, dread gripped me and trembling, which made all my bones shake. When a breath of air passes by my face, it makes the hair of my flesh stand up. It stands still, but I cannot recognize its appearance. An image is before my eyes, and I hear a murmuring voice. Is a mortal man righteous before God, or a man pure before his creator? If God puts no trust in his servants and attributes folly to his angels, how much more to those who live in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed like a moth? They are destroyed between morning and evening. They perish forever without anyone regarding it. Is not their excess wealth taken away from them? They die yet without attaining wisdom. New Testament reading. John chapter 4, verses 1 through 45. Now when Jesus knew that the Pharisees had heard that he was winning and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself was not baptizing but his disciples were, He left Judea and set out once more for Galilee, but he had to pass through Samaria. Now he came to a Samaritan town called Sychar, 
near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, so Jesus, since he was tired from the journey, sat right down beside the well. It was about noon. A Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me some water to drink. For his disciples had gone off into the town to buy supplies. So the Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for water to drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you had known the gift of God and who it is who said to you, Give me some water to drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said to him, You have no bucket and the well is deep. Where then do you get this living water? Surely you're not greater than our ancestor Jacob, are you? For he gave us this well and drank from it himself, along with his sons and his livestock. Jesus replied, Everyone who drinks some of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks some of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. But the water that I will give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. He said to her, Go, call your husband and come back here. The woman replied, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, Right, you are when you said, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands, and the man you are living with now is not your husband. This you said truthfully. The woman said to him, Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you people say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not know. We worship what we know because salvation is from the Jews. But a time is coming and now is here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such people to be his worshipers. God is spirit and the people who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know the Messiah is coming, the one called Christ. Whenever he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I, the one speaking to you, am he. Now at that very moment, his disciples came back. They were shocked because he was speaking with a woman. However, no one said, what do you want? Or why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar, went off into the town and said to the people, come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Surely he can't be the Messiah, can he? So they left the town and began coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. So the disciples began to say to one another, no one brought him anything to eat, did they? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to complete his work. Don't you say there are four more months, then comes the harvest? I tell you, look up and see the fields are already white for harvest. The one who reaps receives pay and gathers fruit for eternal life so that the one who sows and the one who reaps can rejoice together. For in this instance, the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you did not work for. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Now many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the report of the woman who testified. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they began asking him to stay with them. He stayed there two days, and because of his word, many more believed. They said to the woman, No longer do we believe because of your words, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this one really is the Savior of the world. After the two days, he departed from there to Galilee. For Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. 
So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him because they had seen all the things he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they themselves had gone to the feast. Mark chapter 1, verses 14 to 15. Now after John was in prison, Jesus went into Galilee and proclaimed the gospel of God. He said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the gospel. Luke chapter 3, verses 19 through 20. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil deeds that he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked up John in prison. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Sovereign God, we thank you, O oh God, um, that you truly are sovereign um, over every circumstance in our lives, O oh God, whether we be at the mountaintop experiencing victory, O oh God, whether we be down in the valley experiencing the sufferings um, that come uh, with living in this fallen world. O oh God, we ask that you would be near. Be near to those who are suffering, those who are feeling very much uh, like Job, who are cursing the day that they were born. God, we ask that you will be near. God, we ask, oh God, that your comfort would flow to them, oh God, in ways that they have not experienced before, oh God. We pray that you, oh God, would give them a glimpse of the future and the hope that you have for them, oh God, and the hope that they have in Jesus Christ, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that your eye truly is on the sparrow. We thank you, oh God, that you go out of your way to have an appointment with us just as you did with the Samaritan woman at the well. God, we thank you. We thank you for your sovereignty. We thank you for your providence. Oh God, we thank you for your um, tender mercy and your love and your compassion, oh Lord God, and your your steadfast faithfulness toward us. Oh God, would you make that known to, to those who are under the sound of my voice, oh God, and who are struggling and feeling like they're forgotten or forsaken. Help them to know that you see them, that you've called them, that they are yours, oh God, um, and that you have uh, many more uh, uh, great things for them to do, oh Lord God. Uh, be near, have your way, and be glorified in their lives, oh God. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from BibleStudyTogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.